This article that I brought up is actually from only a couple of days ago, where they talk about bringing back the woolly mammoth. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a very fascinating thought that we could potentially bring back animals that are f- like fully extinct. Uh, you know, we've got some relatives, we've, right? The woolly mammoth is kind of related to other elephant species. But to be able to bring back the, the hairy... Yeah, yeah. the... <laughs> Yeah, what what's the what's the Sesame Street Snuffleupagus? Snuffleupagus. <laughs> we can bring him back. You know, I think that's a pretty cool idea. What do you What are your thoughts on uh, it? I think it's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, see, <there. laughs> you know, uh, why Why do you think it's a terrible idea? Well, well, I could probably add a lot more reasons why mm-hmm. if I had the understanding of why they think it's a good idea to bring it back. Mm. Um. But, uh, you know, I will just a few things, just a couple things right off the bat is, Mm -hmm. is I have issue with bringing things back and, and, you know, I'm not even going to go with the way of, you know, Bible or or God or anything like that. But I, I feel that, you know, we are part of nature, you know, I know that we might be, um, reason for some things to have gone extinct, you know, um, maybe single-handedly, in fact, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe the rhino might be one of them, or I don't know if... There are a lot of them. You know, so, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I just feel if nature found that they were found, I don't know how to say it, because nature may not be, you know, a being, I'm not... Conscious. But there Mm -hmm. you go. But I will say that, that... if they got done, if they got taken away naturally, we are part of it, believe it or not, naturally on this planet, <laughs> that maybe they should be that way for a reason. Well, and, and the woolly mammoth mm-hmm. presents other issues, too. Well, let me talk about that, yeah, that yeah, very yeah, point, please, because please. I'm not surprised that you'd be a little, like, not... Jumping on yeah, board. Yeah, you wouldn't jump on, on board here. But you make an argument that... We are part of nature, and that's kind of my argument that I think some people miss out, which is there are tons of other species that come in, and they extinct other species. Right. They come in, they take over their, their environment. That's why we get cautious about what kind of animals cross that's why, oceans. That's why we have to pay a, a dang boat fee for an invasive species permit from the government. Yeah, that's why. So that, I know, I know another topic. <laughs> another topic. <laughs> but, you know, their argument is, well, we don't want to introduce uh, some invasive species into the, the stream, and then that's going to kill off all the natural, you know, native right. species. Well, but that's what, what's been going on for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. We've had mass extinctions because things change. And we just happen to be part of a species that is causing some extinction. You were talking about, you know, we've caused some things, even the white rhino you had mentioned. Absolutely. We have gotten to the point where even some hunting has gone to the point where we've killed off an entire species. Can, I, think, can, I, can, yeah, I, can I shoot off of that? Mm-hmm. Right. And just like... And naturally speaking, we try to help it out, but wolves, yeah, they can um, shoot themselves in the foot, if you will, by they breed a lot, 
and they overhunt their areas and then they overrun the area. Now they don't have the food. Mm -hmm. They have to travel, have issues. So guess what? They hire hunters to come thin out their herds, but but they can be a product of their own failures too, just like we, you know. Yeah, just like we were talking about earlier where other species knock out other species. Uh, When you get these apex predators, it gets rid of... A the, lot of these other populations. The rat try no. to exterminate us with the black plague <laughs> or the flea, my bad. Uh-huh. The rat got a bad rap on that one. It was the flea. <laughs> but you think about the, you know, we try and save some of these species because we want to keep them around for whatever reason. I don't know. Some, in some cases, you know, some species, they, they tend to uh, maintain a healthy population. Every population has ebbs and flows. It, you know, I... I who are we to to maintain all of those ebbs and flows? Because for hundreds of thousands of years of the past, these different species, they move into an area, they migrate, um, you know, the climate does change, it cools, it gets warmer, and and the environment changes. And these, these things move to different places, and there's always an impact. For us, I think it's cool technology but do we need to bring back every species that's ever i just feel that we shouldn't even bring back any and work more on on preventing it preventing it Mm -hmm. from happening but even preventing it from happening it could interfere with a natural maybe thing but but who's to say it is i mean because we I, are the natural thing. Well, I mean, I yeah, I mean, we live in part of a natural world. Uh, we have been domesticating animals for a long time. Think about the number of different uh, types of dogs. You have a bulldog. Thousands. If you look at a bulldog, does it look anything like a wolf? Nope. <laughs> Sure doesn't. It sure doesn't. Looks like a ham with <laughs> with, with, with more legs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but think about that. Just in the 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 way that we've bred dogs through the years to to make sure that they have certain characteristics. If you imagine your dog uh, being set free out in the woods someplace, how long do you think that, that dog would survive? And let's My just say, dog. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> No, oh, poor thing. I'm gonna cry because he wouldn't make it a day. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I know what you're saying is is they adapt and and and. But how about this? Mm-hmm. There's a thing that I could understand with. I mean, I don't know how it worked out because if everything stemmed from a wolf, then would not everything did. But you not go everything. Ahead. But I'm talking mm-hmm. about dogs. Yeah, you know. But um, you know. But anyways, you eventually had some to mix, but. I mean, I am understanding with going, you know, your last dog, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they didn't like genetically break it down and they bred it that yeah, way. Yeah. He was a golden doodle. Right. And, mm-hmm. and so they literally naturally did it that way. They didn't have to clone, well, clone one genetically from a, you know, a lab to do it. You know what well, I mean? Well, I think in some cases though, uh, some dogs because you can't get them to breed with each other, then they have to do some artificial insemination. But that's still them giving birth. But I'm not I'm, oh, I'm talking yeah, about gotcha. not like a cloning thing. You well, know what I mean? They still give birth to that. But what do you mean? Uh when when they do cloning. Okay, but that's well, not but, do- that's, dolly not, the but sheep. that's not what right, but that's not what I'm I'm not I'm talking about they're like not lab created. Okay. They're they're well, example, that'd be hard to define though, right? No. Example is 
if I had a, um, a golden retriever and you had a poodle mm -hmm. and I said, hey, let's meet down here and let them have at it. <laughs> not in a lab, okay? Uh -huh. That's more natural. You know, I'm not trying to be like too specific. <laughs> well, I see your but, point. But my but point is, is nobody's sitting there with a beaker <laughs> and just taking their DNA and breaking down DNA and rebuilding DNA mm -hmm. and putting it back together in a Petri dish to make a clone <laughs> of something yeah. else. You're and talking then about to, knocking boots. Because what you're also, because I also say <laughs> somewhat natural mm -hmm. is to take their sperm and their egg and put it together. Mm -hmm. That's, that's not the same. That's not like it's screwing not, with the genetics. It's not, yeah, that's it's not just, totally that's artificial insemination. That's not messing genetics. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a stage going towards something that's really not very natural because you could still, you, you know, know, you could take the sperm of a bull and put it in a turkey baster and give it to the, you know, the sow, right? Right. But, but, <laughs> and that's sort of, I mean, that's artificial insemination, but it's not completely unnatural because there's still some natural things Right, happening. but that's still not what I'm talking about. You know, yeah. the, there, there's, I don't know if you know this, but there's other levels that they... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, is, is at what level becomes well, like super right. unnatural. <clears throat> well, when you're literally talking their genetics mm -hmm. and splicing genes, mm -hmm. if you are letting them mount or literally... A lot of horses, you have to like whack them off. <laughs> you wanna, you're asking, you're not, you're not picking up what I'm putting down, so I have to be blunt, pop up book style. But That's you so have funny. to collect <laughs> the semen, and you have to, you know, either, um, you know, you you have to uh, introduce it to the eggs, deliver the goods. Okay, so all that is doing is that you're you're physically. Um, Putting the two things together, yeah. you're not you're not splicing genes, you're not rebuilding, you're not yeah. creating something from nothing, if yeah. you will. Yeah, I got your, so, I got your point. There's but 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 in order to <laughs> re, in, but my point is this is in order to bring back anything, you mm -hmm. can't do that. Well, there's three different methods that I found about this this uh, de extinction. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about them. There's three of them. One is called uh, backbreeding which is kind of like what we're talking about right now, which is what we've done with domesticated dogs. Yeah. And, and we've done this with certain zoo animals that don't obviously get along in the same environment, but it's a boy and a girl and we want to create new ones. I've seen ligers. And there you go. You've seen ligers. So backbreeding is one of the methods that they, that they talk about bringing to, to, it doesn't really fully bring back the genetic identical of what is extinct but they're breeding in a way to get closer to what that animal either like appeared as or functioned as okay. and that's like this thing ethan you were talking about what's that the quagga yeah the quagga yeah, yeah. that's kind of what they're trying to do with the quagga yeah. where they're taking the uh, zebra and looking at very specific things that the genes have expressed. And the next one that they were talking about was cloning, which Dolly the sheep was a result of cloning. Maybe you can look for that picture, Ethan. Dolly? Yeah, because yeah. it, it looks so different than all the other ones. Dolly. You could probably just pull up any sheep and that'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it, but uh, cloning in, in, in this sort of way is more like artificial insemination and you're taking cells from basically, you know, one animal, 
and artificially inseminating into another animal. But there's some work that has to be done in the laboratory before you can artificially inseminate. And this is kind of that 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 level that you were talking about earlier, which is that at what point does it become kind of unnatural, where it really couldn't happen in you know so, in in the natural world. And what you get is a genetic I- identical, and they compared it to uh, twins because uh, there are identical qu- uh, twins that have the same genes, and that's kind of what they're doing with cloning. And, and Dolly was one of the first successful clones that was able to survive for a long period of time. CRISPR, you ever heard of that? Nope. Yeah, it's very fascinating because they have this ability, and I believe it's by using a virus, to splice open uh-huh, to splice open DNA, and you can identify certain parts of the DNA and replace that. So, for instance, we were talking about dogs and horses and others that where you're breeding them when they express a certain gene, a certain, like, you know, the, the sheep with long wool right. or the the racing horse that's really fast or strong or maybe it's, who knows what it might be, uh, um, the, the hair or whatever on a dog. They can identify that. They have to sequence the genome of that particular animal so that they can identify all the different genes and what those genes would normally express. And it's very like experimental type stuff. And they're trying to find ways of curing diseases and other things that humans have by using this CRISPR technology, by inserting this DNA and hoping that the body will respond and get rid of whatever issue that they might have, a cancer or whatever. The technology is fascinating, but it's scary. Yeah. Really, yeah, yeah. I, agree. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, it's because, really scary because these things are, you know, yeah. again, like you said, we're talking about bringing animals back to life. Mm-hmm. And my point is, is they're taking that technology and they're putting people on bringing back animals mm-hmm. that aren't here at all. And my point is, is all right. Sounds uh, there sounds like there's some good stuff. Let's just focus on that. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. that's my point. Is is <laughs> yeah. you know if they could do good stuff on it, that's great. But we're talking about bringing back animals, and and why? What is a benefit of a of a mammoth that's going to? I mean, trust me. Th- don't mm-hmm. as a I don't know. I want to say a young boy, but you know I, that's kind of who I am still. But but as a as me, dude, that would be sweet to see. Are you kidding me? That would be the. I happen to love elephants, mm-hmm. and that would be like the ultimate, right? Mm-hmm. But, but what are the consequences? Right, and I just feel like that's not that's just not worth it. And and even if it isn't anything, because mm-hmm. here's this with the with the old wooly pachyderm is <laughs> the snuffle up against yeah with with old snuffs <laughs> is that we already have, and I'm going to use other people's issues you know we have global warming out there that everybody's concerned about Mm -hmm. and you know some people say that we have too much livestock as it is bringing back more animals on this planet sounds like according to quote their science you would think would bring a huge negative effect bringing something back with a oh that's so bad (laughs) Hmm, how to clean that up with a 
something so huge that would mm-hmm. probably uh, release a lot of gases. <laughs> um, you would think that would be a horrible idea. It's going to have to eat stuff out there. Now, what is it going to do to the the animals that live in without it? Mm-hmm. And is it going to even be able to survive? Because there isn't anything out there for it to eat that it's used to. And it's just like, again, going on with all the stuff, especially the woolly mammoth, I think is the most ridiculous idea. <laughs> now, if it had something to do, which I probably wouldn't even need it, because God knows they already mess with a lot of our food or, you know, with hormones being pumped in our meats and stuff. True, you know, mm-hmm. or pesticides, you know, enough Antibiotics. Crap. Yeah. But, you know, but, you know, they're not even trying to make it. They're not saying like, I mean, if they really want to get me, they go, Dave, this sucker could have like a 360-pound brisket, man. I'd be like, okay, okay, well, now there's a plus that we can do this. But, you know, it's not like they're going to be bringing it back because it could be a food source or that we even need a food source because America wastes, what, 40 or 60% of its food. Uh, they did it with the buffalo. So, you know, it's, it's I, don't, I don't understand. Yeah, what, what would be the positive, point of it? I mean, yeah. are you going to get one and then throw it in a zoo? That's the only thing yeah. I could think of well, to bring these back to, the article, to be able to see them. The article that I saw, there's a, a team from Japan that successfully, well, they found this uh, uh, this mammoth. It's a baby mammoth. Uh, Just running away, around? Oh. No, no, no. Tucked away in the ice, frozen. And it's a, it's a great specimen. It's on display in one of their museums. But they were able to take some cells from it and basically using, I think it was CRISPR, using i think it was a mouse i think it was a mouse that they basically tried to revive and repair the dna so they took some cells from a mouse and inserted that's the what mammoth. their biggest fear is is well, mice <laughs> that's true they are gosh that's evil <laughs> that isn't that funny <laughs> uh but but what they were able to do is is see that the the dna activated and so they were really excited because the potential then shows that that DNA could could be part of a cell that replicates, and then what's the next step? But but they're, that mean that means they've already been doing it, right? Well, but come on! But what they found is I've that, seen those movies. <laughs> but what they found is that the uh, the DNA was still damaged enough that even the mouse cell couldn't really fill in those gaps and fix the DNA well enough. Mm. But it's just, again, it's in science, it's like one more step closer to understanding how to do something or reasons for or not to do something a certain way. So, and you, I thought you touched on like they could kind of sort of, maybe it's through this CRISPR, but mm-hmm. determine what these things do. So can they determine like, okay, we could, we can make a snuffle up guess, but it's not gonna have us. It's not gonna have one of those noses, man. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's gonna ha- it's gonna end up with a, a mouse nose. <laughs> but but you know, like like can they determine like oh no, this is this is a major part of this thing. It's gonna have t- no feet. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna it's so big it's gonna break through the ice and just sink. You know, the well yeah. So there's one of the things about it is the no hair or they, something. They have to they have to sequence the genome of that of that animal in order to know what genes are missing. But and, they can find out. And the, it, exactly. And so they, they can figure out, well, what genes do which thing, so they can identify that in that sequencing and process. Go, oh, wait, man. Just throwing it out there. Maybe silly, but regardless, mm-hmm. to make my point, if you will, 
So go, okay, man, we have it all together, but man, this is not going to be a woolly mammoth. It's just going to be a hairless mammoth, no hair. Yeah. So okay. they go, okay, well, what's the hairiest son? You know, I don't know. I know a bear's got to be, you know, let's just say, all right, well, we have a bear with a big old pelt on it, you know, mm-hmm. or elk or something. Let's mix that in with it, you know, mm-hmm. and see, you know, if <clears throat> that could replace the hair issue because you can't have a bald mammoth. That wouldn't look right. Well, there are, I don't know enough about but is it, DNA and how something? genes would interact because there's so many, there's so many genes in DNA and they, some of them are not active and are not expressed when the animal is alive. And so, you know, they don't always know which genes are going to be expressed in an animal that they try and bring back. One of the things that they're trying to do is they want to take the mammoth DNA and basically combine it with the, which is it, the Asian elephant. So they've sequenced the DNA of both of those of those animals, but there's 1.4 million genes that are different. Hmm. So they have to figure out which ones, and that's a lot of genes to figure out. That's not even a... Yeah. Yeah. And a few could be. And these are of, you know, these are like cousins or something. So they're of, you know, a similar species. Right. Right. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's some work. It's some work. But what's worse, you know, somebody doing the, putting together the fiber optic cable like this big, (laughs) matching them all up (laughs) or that. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't take either one of those. It's a very fascinating topic to me. There's so many details that I don't understand. I will tell you, it does fascinate me too. And, and, I gosh, I I probably couldn't I couldn't lie and say if they did make one mm-hmm. that I wouldn't want to have to go want to go see it. Yeah, uh, we are running out of time. Well, shall we wrap it up? I think we could. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll and do that. Let's talk about some dodos. <laughs> uh, I those are, it's a fascinating. Story. It is. It is. <clears throat> it is. I'm 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 old fashioned, so I always have to hold on to mm-hmm. to what we have left. I guess mm-hmm. I'm not mess with it yeah but well thanks again for listening uh tell a friend tell them about the show let them know we're doing the podcast we'd love to grow the audience you can find us online at never you can find some merch on there click on the link and find some branded stuff we would appreciate that as well you can send us some topic ideas Ooh, at yeah mailbag at never yeah. and of course our socials the NTS podcast. You can find us Twitter or Getter. Until we see you next time, take care. And be safe.